The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn, Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Ministry is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kalagi for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August 4, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins. That is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. We celebrate Father's Day in honor of all fathers the world over. We're living by example. We allow Jesus' light to shine through so that others may see Jesus in us. May our Heavenly Father shower you with His love, keeping you in the hollow of His hands, and pour out bountiful blessings pressed down and overflowing on your special day. 
Our church choir under the leadership of Emilia Han will sing for you this beautiful song entitled Father's Eyes. Accompanying our church choir will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and myself on the organ.
In our daily lives, we are often faced with adversities and hardships that become a stumbling block in our path, making it difficult to find answers. Read Philippians 3.14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So forge on, viewers, in all that you set out to do, and remember with our Lord Jesus Christ, all things are possible, for He's just a prayer away. The members of our church band under my direction will play for you this all-time favorite entitled, Jesus is all the world to me.
Associate Pastor Timothy Ahn Sr. will sing for us his heartwarming and comforting song entitled, My Father Watches Over Me. The simplicity of its words can truly soothe the seeking soul. Jesus can comfort you in times of trouble, heal you out of your affliction, and even lift your spirits. But mostly what Jesus can do is save your soul. Accompanying our soul is Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, Associate Pastor Trustee Evans Brooks Sr., and Mason Asano Sr. on the guitars, and yours truly on the piano. Trust in God wherever I may be. Upon the land or on the rolling sea. For come what may from day to day, my heavenly Father watches over me. I trust in God. I know He cares for me. Oh 
As true born-again believers, we use the Word of God as our shield and our buckler, our teacher and instructor, our comforter and healer. It gives guidance and it gives inspiration. All this and more can be found in one book, the Holy Bible, such as it is with the prayer found in Matthew 6, 9. It encompasses all that we as children of the Lord should do to continue our daily walk with Him. Once again, our church choir will sing for us this uplifting and moving song entitled, The Lord's Prayer. Please join in singing as the words appear on your television screen. Temptation, but deliver us 
In our daily walk with Jesus, if we take the time to learn through His words and His teachings and exercise our faith in prayers and supplication, He becomes more and more real to us in our lives every day. Blessed with the gift of playing the ukulele, our instrumentalist, Mishra Sangha Sr., will play for us an old-time religion song entitled, All That Throws My Soul.
When we are happy to know the Lord, we sing songs of praise and thanksgiving. If we speak to others about Jesus and tell them how he has changed our lives, we've lifted his name to the highest. Then when we read his words daily, it tells the story of his love for all of us and what we mean to him. The voices of our duet, Kelsey Pulo and Seneca Rose Han, will sing this beautiful song and solemn uh, song entitled, How Great Thou Art. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this wonderful song to Mr. Gordon Ho'opi'i of Oahu. May Jesus continue to lead and guide you daily in your journey with him and pour all bountiful blessings pressed down and overflowing in this life and that to come. Have a fantastic Sunday, Gordon.
Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Agenda, and I'd like to repeat our television time station and locations in a kindly ask for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, today's telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KGZO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KGZZ TV, Channel 14, also Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as on 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org and our concerning our scheduled gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is held at the temple at every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service starts at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. and on Fridays at 10 a.m at our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue. Gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is served by a neighborhood branch churches. As service is all conducted by Pastor Resident V. Castaner Sr. in Kanekakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Verialain, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. T. Lord, Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwaiana Summer Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Helmut Sparrow in Bologapi, Kauaian, and Pastor Vesper Sparrow in President Ross, Cotabato, Minnau, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding church affiliations. There are no collections. However, you desire to volunteer to, to support this telecast and Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Anjoyo, who will bring forward a Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Jose. Indeed, TV viewers, it is very important to keep in touch with the Lord as much as possible. In spite of the fact that many of us love the Lord and pursue righteousness, we still fall short of the glory of God. I hope and pray that you're joining us each Sunday in our weekly Kingdom of God Crusade telecast is a means which helps to strengthen your vows with God or creates within you the desire to make yourself right with Him. Perhaps one day soon you will become an instrument of the Lord and testify of His goodness and mercy to others. And now do join me in the reading of God's Word in today's sermon entitled, The Father of Us All. My prayer is that today's sermon will touch you spiritually and cause you to understand its reality and importance to every participant in our viewing audience. Today we celebrate Father's Day, a day set aside to provide fathers throughout the land the honor and love and respect due unto them. Many have experienced that being a parent is not an easy job. Raising children is not an easy task. We often pattern ourselves after our parents because they were a great influence in our lives since birth. Not all parents are good parents. Parents that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ follow His teachings and raise their children by teaching them godly values, help them to grow and flourish as good Christians. 
Children learn by observation. When parents teach by example, by following good moral values and upright spiritual righteousness such as integrity, honesty, goodness, and other Christian attributes, that is the best knowledge book that we can give them. Proverbs 22, 2, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is always best to train and instruct a child by example. God's love for his children cannot be measured. As parents, we must cherish and love our children. Hebrews 12, 6 reveals, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. The Lord disciplines us where we discipline his due. He wants us to be blessed in this life, and he does not want us to lose out on our eternal blessings that he has promised to all who will endure until the end. In addition, He also comforts us when we need comfort. He encourages us when we need encouragement. He strengthens us when we need strength. He helps us in numerous ways. And above all, He never ceases to love us. And He encourages us as parents to apply His character traits in raising our children. Paul admonishes all fathers and children in Ephesians 6, 1-4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And thy fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Parents and children have a responsibility to each other. Children, there is a difference between obeying and honoring. Obeying means to do as you are told. Honoring means to show love and respect to your parents. While you are in your parents' care, God instructs to obey your parents, but to honor them remains throughout your life. As fathers, we should not provoke our children to anger lest it be discouraged and go astray, as men do today. In this earthly life, a son or daughter honoreth a father by being obedient. In spiritual life, we honor our Father in heaven by yielding our lives unto Him. However, today the fear of the Lord is being despised, and many pollute the name of Jesus Christ when they should instead pay homage to His holy name. We as fathers must learn to discipline our children, even though sometimes it may require the discipline of the rod. We learned in Proverbs 23, 13 to 14, Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod, and shalt deliver his soul from hell. The body may hurt temporarily, but the soul will be spared eternally. Fathers must discipline their children out of a deep and sincere love for them. Good Christian upbringing must begin in the home, because the world is full of violence, sin, and unbelief. The children of Israel called him our father, but yielded him no obedience or respect as documented in Isaiah 63, 16. Thou art our father, though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not. Thou, O Lord, art our father, our redeemer. Thy name is from everlasting. In the book of Malachi 1, 6, the prophet rebukes the priest for rejecting God the father. A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest, I despise my name, and he say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Neglect and insensitive to God are acts of disobedience. God wants leaders who are faithful and sincere. God deserves our obedience, honor, respect, and faithfulness. Why? Because he is always faithful and true, loving and merciful and compassionate and trustworthy. And furthermore, God promises never fail. According to God's word, the Bible, Jesus Christ is the original source of life and the creator of everything. Therefore, he is God the Father. Acts 17, 29, 31 offers this gospel truth. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we are not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone or graven by art and man's device. At the times of this ignorance, God winked. 
had overlooked, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. This may be the first time you're hearing these gospel scriptures, or maybe you've even previously rejected God's word. In either case, today you have another opportunity to accept the name of Jesus Christ and take that first step towards receiving salvation of your soul and promise for eternal life in heaven. Mark 16, 16 identifies the commandment to be baptized, saying, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 1 Peter 3, 21 further explains, The like figure were unto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of flesh, but the answer of good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore we are enlightened, just as Jesus Christ enlightened Nicodemus by the gospel of the kingdom of God and the message of salvation found in John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Water baptism relates to being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ by immersion and being born of the Spirit to be filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in an unknown tongue or language. This is the only Bible evidence or sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit. The speaking in tongues is the outward manifestation of the indwelling Spirit. We become a member of the Bride of Christ when we are identified with Jesus Christ in baptism. Thus, we are then entitled to inherit the promise of eternal life and to respond to Him when He calls, Come up hither to rapture His waking saints. The Apostle Peter used the keys to the kingdom to unlock the mystery of godliness for the whole world in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Today, Jesus Christ is calling everyone to become his spiritual sons and daughters. Why not accept him today as your Lord and Savior? Jesus Christ offered yet another pronouncement in John 10.30. I and my Father are one. This scripture amplifies the fact that there is only one embodiment and not three, as many erringly profess today. The Apostle Peter boldly declared this message to the world in the moments subsequent to the Pentecost in Acts 4.12. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Please take note that when you submit yourselves to these scriptures, you are not joining the church. Instead, you are obeying God's commands that everyone must do in order to become a member of the body of Christ, His church, in whom Jesus Christ is the head. Jesus Christ is the first and the last, as declared in Isaiah 44, 6 and 8. Thus said the Lord, the King of Israel, and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. Fear not, neither be afraid. Have not I told you thee from the time that I have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. John the Beloved, who was carried away in the Spirit, heard the voice of Jesus Christ declaring, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. If we are asked, who is the Almighty? We can respond confidently and without reservation that He is the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is Jesus Christ Himself who will return very, very soon to gather His waiting bride out of the sin-cursed world. This fact is clearly evident to the entire world by the rooftop sign message, Jesus coming soon over the apostolic phase churches in Hawaii and in the Philippines. It is the Lord Jesus Christ's spiritual message and warning to the entire world. Jesus Christ provided this very clear warning to all mankind of His impending return in John 14, 3. And if we go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto my myself that where I am, there he may be also. His pledge and promise that he will personally return for his own demonstrates his love for his faithful saints of God. His return will also expose those who have rejected him as their Lord and Savior. They were self-sufficient, proud, insensitive, and unprepared for his coming. The Apostle Paul instructs us to learn that this church of God is an organism and not an organization. Hence, this church, the body of Jesus Christ, is animate and full of life. And the Lord Jesus Christ is sending out a heavenly calling to become a member of his body and church. He 
promises an infinite destiny to abide forevermore in heaven when Jesus Christ comes to gather us home. Furthermore, God's word offers his saints comfort and strength during these troublesome times. It says, one, all shall not sleep. Two, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And three, the living saints shall be changed and caught up in the twinkling of an eye to meet the Lord in the air. A greater emphasis is placed upon the oneness of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Many Christian denominations do not recognize or believe that Jesus Christ is the only one true God. From these scriptures, we learn that Jesus Christ is one and only true God, who is the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and who is above all. The New Testament book of Ephesians 4, 46 provides this explanation to the singleness of God, saying, There is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called, in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Jesus Christ wants on to say, Call no man your father upon earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Today, many false doctrines distort, modify, and change God's word and infallible truths. Traditional theology attempts to teach that Jesus Christ is separate from the Father, when in fact he is the Godhead and only person in the Godhead. Therefore, he is the Father, regardless of what traditional theology tries to teach. Hebrews 13 makes this very clear. Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Human teachings, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge are constantly changing. God's Word never changes. Since God's Word never changes, we are never misled or confused. It is so comforting to know that in this ever-changing world, we can put our trust in the one who never changes. The first step in the salvation process is to repent of our sins. The Bible reveals in Romans 5:12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Sin is disobedience to the known will of God. Since we are all sinners, to avoid spiritual death, we must make our repentance to God. Having God is all for our sins, Jesus Christ is the only one who can take away our sins. When we are baptized in water baptism, we take on the family name of Jesus, as described in Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ fulfills the scriptures and acknowledges Jesus as the true name of the Godhead. Furthermore, Matthew 28.19 points to the name of Jesus Christ, saying, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, not names of of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles of the true and living God. The titles cannot save you, but the name of Jesus Christ will. There are some today who believe that you can be baptized either by sprinkling or pouring. This is a false claim. In Romans 6, 3, 4, the Apostle Paul declares, Knowing not that so many of you as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death, therefore we are buried with him by baptism to death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. To be buried with him by baptism means that we have been to be dipped, immersed, or plunged completely under the water, as Jesus did when he was baptized by John the Baptist in the river Jordan. The book of Mark 1, 9-10 records, And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in Jordan. And straightway coming out of the water, he saw the heavens opened and the Spirit of like a dove descending upon him. Here we find that it was Jesus Christ who was set the example for water baptism by immersion. The only saving name in salvation is Jesus Christ, and we thereby acknowledge the complete Godhead. This spiritual rebirth applies to men, women, and children everywhere. Our relationship will be changed to a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we will become a part of God's holy family. In addition, Luke 24, 47 also called proper attention to the name of Jesus, saying, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in His name, Jesus among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. 
It began in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. God was in Jesus Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not wanting that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God was manifest in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. In 1 Timothy 3, 16, reveals this saying, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Today, we baptize converts in the name of Jesus Christ in these closing days of time, just as the apostles also did. Examining God's word, there is no place found in Genesis through Revelation where anyone was ever baptized other than in the name of Jesus Christ. We too today follow that same doctrine and biblical authority in prayer, in healing, and in everything we do, following the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ signifies his death, burial, and resurrection. For whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. It is evident that God's holy word clearly spells out the path to his righteousness and true holiness and the subsequent promise of eternal life. On this special Father's Day, let's point a portion of today's sermon to our children, teenagers, and young adults everywhere to obey, love, and honor your parents. is well-pleasing in the sight of God. And therefore, Proverbs 23, 22 advise, hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. To the youth and young adults, especially those in the Lord, we encourage you to all our love your father and mother, most importantly when they are old and gray. Parents always deserve your love, honor, and respect, and more so when they are older. Never feel that we are too old to render them respect. As parents in the Lord, here are seven ways that we can nurture, teach, and help our children to grow into responsible adults and to flourish in the Lord. Spend time with your children. Let them know that you love them just the way they are. Be a good example, not only on Sundays, but also throughout the week. Discipline your children. Discipline is directing and guiding them toward a better way. Recognize and celebrate their achievements. Take the time to listen to them. We can also learn from them when we pay attention to what they are saying. Teach them to pray. Never stop teaching them about God. On this Father, Day, let us not forget to thank our Heavenly Father as well as our earthly fathers for their loving support and care for the family. As a sidebar note, the official flower of Father's Day is the dandelion because the more it is trampled upon, the better it grows. Now, if you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And bringing our program to a close will be the church band playing that uplifting number entitled, I Love Him Better Every Day.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.